Well, hey, everybody, it's Maylee Thomas, and it's time for another Texas Homegrown Music. And I've got a guest today that you are going to love. Her name is Sarah Johnson, and she's not only an impeccable singer, but you should see her artwork. I got her fresh off of a tour from Round Top. That's right. She's been at Round Top all week, not only sharing her medium for art, but also her music. And so she's going to share that with us today, and I know you're going to enjoy it. So I don't want to take up any more time. I'm going to do a song called I Keep Falling that my husband and I wrote for one another about how we keep falling in love with each other even after all these 30 years. So I hope you enjoy it. When we come back, we'll be with Sarah Johnson. The things a good Lord gives us, it just keeps getting better. Ain't nothing in this world can tear apart. It's forever what he puts together. Ain't nobody gonna steal the stars.
falling. Well, here we are in Texas Homegrown Music and my guest, Sarah Johnson. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, Maylee. You've had a busy, busy week. And, um, you know, been what people don't realize that they're going to know after this show is that you're not only a music artist, you're also a creative artist with, with and I'm not sure which medium you use, if it's oil or um, what what's the medium that you yes, use? Yes, it's acrylic. So you're right. I wear two hats and sometimes they have to change like in a split second. But musician well, and I, artist. <laughs> Uh, you know, an artist is an artist and your creative mind and it works obviously through songwriting and through um, through your visual art, which I've seen. And I know you just got done with Round Top, a really exciting week at Round Top, where you not only shared your your art, but also your music. Yes. Oh, my goodness. OK, this is so funny. I started out thinking I was going to be here for like three days and it's like 12 days later. So I just couldn't leave. It's just the perfect place for art and music. It's been so much fun. Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. And I hope you sold a lot of stuff because I know that's, you know, that's probably one of the most important parts of being yeah. there and, and Every, sharing yeah. your gift. Well, and <laughs> also, you also just released a new song called Fire that just dropped on Friday. And you've been busy dropping music all over because you also had another song you dropped in February called Look What You've Done. Um, just exciting things in your life. Did you did you expect that it was going to be this year because of COVID or did it just fall this way where you just started, you know, releasing all this stuff right now? Maylee, that's a great question. So I was going to release my album. I had an EP ready and it was set to release on like March 20th, 2020. I mean, crazy. I had my album party oh. ready to go <laughs> and then the world shut down and we were like, oh, we'll just wait two weeks and then doing certain like two years. Um, so, and this is, you know, something that I'm even learning as a musical artist is I did end up releasing the EP, but I took it down and I'm doing one single at a time with new content videos, a push because I'm just learning more about the music industry. And at least for me and my world, the single releases have been a lot better. So there's kind of a long story. There's like for people that have known me for a long time, they probably have heard the music before. But as I'm growing and getting um, new fans and new friends, it's like this is new music to them. And it's actually worked out so well for me. I, you know what, I think it's wonderful, Sarah, that you're doing that because I encourage most of my artists to do that now. I think that, I think you're going to get more longevity out of a record if you release it on, in singles. And then at the very end, there you have it. It's all, it's all out there anyway, but you kind of tease everybody. And the reality is the the music scene has changed so much, you know, I, so I'm at least, I know I'm at least two and a half times your elder I'm probably three times <laughs> but when I was growing up albums were just a really big deal because you went and bought it at the store and you took the wrapper off and you looked at everything and you figured out where it was made and you put it on your turntable and you played the whole album we have left that we are not analog anymore although i i do dig it and i do still have a record player and i love get i love getting records and albums still but we're in a digital world where people just download and they download songs 
And you know that, and we know that because that's how we get our stuff heard. And um, so I think it's really smart of you to do it that way, Sarah. And I applaud you for, for, for being smart about, you know, taking this to a longer, you know, a longer place for you on releasing singles. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, so much of just diving into music is learning and growing and pivoting and telling even people like, hey, I am going to redo what I did, you know, just kind of like it feels a little bit like Bambi on ice sometimes, but you have everyone watching, but at the same time, people just are Oh, I mean, I am just here learning about all the music <laughs> industry, but it's also like people are watching on social media, but they really like being part of the journey. So it's actually really cool for them to be like, okay, you know, she took down her EP and then she's going to do it, this new strategy. And, I get to watch it. So it's actually been really engaging for people to kind of watch me learn and I share it with them. Well, and and plus, you know, it kind of encourages people to come out and see you play live, which is so I'm so grateful for that things are opening up and that we're, we're actually starting to do that in person um, shows again. And, and things are really taking off. Thank goodness. Um, it's been a blip, yeah. hasn't it, in the music world for the last two years? And Honestly, I can't believe how many people have made it through because I don't think we ever thought we would be in a position where we weren't going to be able to go out and see our fans. I know. I mean, there's it's not the same singing for your little dot on your phone or your computer because everyone tried to do the live stream thing. But, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, okay, how do I use this time for good? I mean, for some people, it was taking a little break from touring and being still for some people it was songwriting i mean you kind of had to figure out how you were going to make the most of the situation well and for you um just because i want to i do want to expand a little bit on the art side of it have you always been an artist did you um and, and where was music and where was art in your journey of getting here well i love that question because it's so funny it's like both at the same time. I mean, I just was raised in a very creative home and there was always like music going on. I'm one of three girls. So, you know, with three girls, we're going to have like the, you know, playing imagination or singing songs. And both of my sisters love to sing. And so, you know, we're just always singing or creating. My mom is an artist as well. And so, you know, just growing up with like paints always at your disposal or creativity. And like our Friday night was like, here's $5, go to the craft store and we're going to create things. So, I mean, it's just all kind of in this big creative hub of the Johnson family home. And so for me to kind of branch out, it was like, you know, thinking about what I wanted to do with my life. It's like, what brings me joy? What have I always done? What was I raised to do? What, you know, is in me. And it's like, it all just came down to like both music and art. And so just, it's kind of been a lifelong thing and always really meshed actually. Absolutely. Well, so tell me about that, your upbringing. I, I know you have a very rooted, um, uh, spiritual side and I've, I've seen that and I, and I hear it in your music. And I also know that you've done some, um, Christian music as well. Share that with us and let us know um, how Sarah got to where she is today. Yeah. So yes, definitely a very faith-based home. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that and just the character and the values that we were taught. And I mean, gosh, Maylee, even, you know, this is a big thing for me, like that really, I feel like when the faith aspect comes up, when I think about how it's benefited me as an artist and as 
uh, you know, pursuing secular music. And when I'm in the marketplace with my artwork, I just have this sense that like, I know who I am and I'm loved. And I kind of have the security from that rather than needing the affirmation of like all of these fans or the streams. It's like, there's just a kind of assurance of, of my value that doesn't come from musical success or, or what happens, you know, with my career that I think is just a really grounding thing for me. But I do have Christian music out there. I've led worship since fifth grade at my church. And, you know, it's, it's such a part of how I grew and learned as an artist and overcame stage fright is just, you know, singing in front of people at church and how I even like learned to play guitar is because I had to learn new songs for leading worship every week. So it was a huge part of just practical skills. It's amazing. And a lot of the people that you talk to that are like studio musicians or musicians or whatever, like a lot of them grew up in church because it's like they um, are just doing like the church music because it was such a growing, amazing thing. And you have to learn new music every week. And a lot of people come from that background, actually. Um, but that's like practically speaking. And then on kind of the deeper side, it's just been a very rooting thing so that I'm not kind of, okay, today was, you know, I got an, uh, you know, this many people that said I was great. And then today nothing happened. And I'm not like, you know, going back and forth on who I am or my value. And I just have that rooting and grounding. Oh, I, I, I love that. And um, you, you mentioned that your sisters love to sing as well. Do you ever sing with your sisters and were they involved with you in, in uh, leading worship at church? And was it a family thing? Tell me about that. Yeah. So there um, we if you look, you know, back to like contemporary Christian music history, there was a sister group out there called Point of Grace. And so we thought we were going to be the next Point of Grace. And so we did little shows and events and, you know, we sang together and my older sister has an incredible like Christina Aguilera, like Kelly Clarkson voice. I have a little bit more of the Americana, you know, just smoother voice. And then my little sister is actually like amazing at harmony. So we had this little fun thing going and, you know, Elizabeth, my older sister still leads worship at church, but I'm the only one that pursued it and, and really loved it. And I kind of was the only one that wrote songs um, but there is a Johnson sister Christmas album out there floating around. Should anyone want to dig? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you went by the Johnson sisters? I mean, is that yes, how you slated you know, your name? I mean, it was like unofficial. Yes. Yeah, so the John, you know, Johnson sisters, but you know, never anything where like you could find something where it was like Johnson sisters performing. It was just very for fun and unofficial. <laughs> Well, I'm excited for you because I. it sounds to me like you've already got a little bit of a journey ahead of you, knowing that you've got all these songs that you've released so far. And I'm, you know, I've I've listened to, I think, five now if, if with fire. Is that right? Okay. There's five of them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me ask you, are there more that you're going to release this year? And, and what's the plan? Or is it because um, I obviously know you, you released look what you've done in February and now fire um, April 1st. What's what do you what do you have left? And are you going to tease me with that? Do you have some more that you're going to release? Yes, I will. Yes. So I have two more songs that are locked and loaded to record or to to release. And I'm probably about like month and a half increments. I'm trying to kind of go through and keep um, people excited about new music. 
And then I am right now kind of in the studio sessions of the next wave of songs. So I have three that we've been in the studio working on. And then, you know, I'm, I mean, at heart, I'm just such a, I love writing songs. So there's always going to be new music coming out. But what I'm learning too, is that, you know, it might be something where it's like a full studio band and then it might be something that's like more acoustic. People just want new music. So I'm also figuring out absolutely budget wise, like, yeah, I could, I could spend a lot of money on a great studio recording and I would, I love doing that. And I'm so grateful that like, if I sell a painting, I can do that. But then there's something really cool that like maybe there could be like a very stripped down session where I can release that. People just want new is what I've realized. So, yes, a lot more to come. Well, I want to play I want to play new right now because you just released this song fire. We're going to play it right now. And we come back. I want to talk about you in the studio and what that looks like. And also, what's a typical day in Sarah's life? And, you know, what what do you what do you plan out? And, you know, because when you're in charge of your own life and you're not showing up for something and having to be somewhere, I want to know what it is that keeps you motivated to keep going. Because me, I'd probably stay in bed all day and, you know, truly (laughs) Some of these days, I, especially when it's raining outside, I would love to be able to just chill out in the house all day. So we're uh, going to come back and talk with Sarah about um, her studio work and what she's got coming out. But right now we're going to play her newest song called Fire. And um, when we come back, we'll talk some more about all this journey has to offer for her and for us, her being in our life in this real beautiful musical way and artist way. So we'll be right back. Texas Homegrown Music with Sarah Johnson and her new release called Fire. I saw you leave alone last night I was happy till I realized I was alone too And part of me still Yeah. 
You and I were just talking a little bit, and I want to explain some things to people so they know when they're looking up music for us um, that you have. There's there's another Sarah Johnson out there. I, I did notice that when I was looking up your music, and it gets kind of confusing. There's actually some other Maley. There's another Maley Thomas out there as well, and, um, oh, wow. and it, it's interesting because when you look up your music, sometimes Apple and Spotify will actually suggest other artists or artists that are supposed to be linked with you and they're not and so people get confused um i know that you have um you have a christmas song out there called my soul sings and that is definitely you but there's another sarah johnson that has some christian music out there that's not you so (laughs) i just want to make sure everybody realizes that i'm talking to sarah johnson from dallas and speaking of Dallas, did you grow up in Dallas? Are you a Texas-born girl, or did you, yes. are you one of these people transplants that got here as soon as you could? <laughs> oh, I am Texas-born and raised. I had, grew up my entire life in Dallas, and then went to the University of Texas, Hookham, and then came back to Dallas, and kind of never knew if I would stay, but it's like, there's just something about Dallas that keeps me there. And, you know, I even explored Nashville for a while when I was thinking about doing music, just baby thoughts about pursuing music. So I went to Nashville for about eight weeks or so, and then found myself back in Dallas because I realized everything that I needed was in my city and the studio that I found, the musicians, the scene, the infrastructure, like Dallas is just incredible. And so I was like, oh my gosh, well, if all my friends, all my supporters, all my connections and my love is in Dallas, then you know, I have everything here. I need to, to pursue music. So I have not left. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear you. I'm happy to hear you say that, Sarah, because, um, and I know, and I get it as a new artist, you hear so many people and you're, you're just trying to find your way. And so many people will say things like, well, if you're really serious about music, you need to go to Nashville or you need to go to LA or, um, you know, New York. And they, they try to get you. And the reality is you just need to make the connections that are going to help you get yeah. to where you want to go. Make your own 
route, you know, make your own path and, um, and just take control of it. Because in today's music world, the reality is the first thing you need to do is have your songs and you're a songwriter. And whether you're in Nashville or in in Texas, you can write your songs. It's not, (laughs) it's not because of where you are. Correct. Exactly. And I think that that's one thing. I think that social media is kind of, it's like a blessing and a curse, if that makes sense. Like a lot of people that are artists and songwriters, like they wish that they could. And I've thought the same thing before. Like, why can't I just write my songs, perform, and then, you know, like cream rises to the top, someone will discover you. Or, you know, maybe that's also like, you have to go to Nashville and you need to do that. Like kind of, there's a little bit of thinking that, um, I think maybe now I would consider old school because if you use this tool called Instagram, I am, uh, inching my way to TikTok, inching, but I'm, I will get there. But like you have this tool that you could post one video and it could literally reach the world. And so if you kind of are smart and strategic and, and use your, your phone, or your computer, you can make and distribute your music from anywhere. And it actually gets noticed and it might even be cool that you're the person that's singing in like rural Alaska rather than Nashville, you know, just like, what's your story? What can you highlight? It doesn't matter where you are, but we do have this, this tool that if used properly, you can really get your music out there. Well, the, you know, like I said, um, in, in my day, when I was young and, and our, I could hear people talking about their journey of getting their songs on the radio that was back when you would literally get in your car with your records and we're we're, we're going way back here okay with your 45s and your uh-huh. lps and you'd literally <laughs> drive to the, the different radio stations and walk in and try to talk a dj into playing your music was well, you know and i know that is done that you, you can't get to a radio. Well, I've still done anymore. that. So and <laughs> I've still tried good that. for you. I'm so <laughs> proud of you for doing that. And I think probably in a, in a, in a market like we're in, you can, you can still make connections like that. I know, I know there are a lot of public stations and, and the station that I'm on in Dallas is that way because we are, we're still a family owned radio station. One of the very few in the country. And one of the reasons why I'm where I'm at, because I do believe, believe in that but the the bottom line is we've allowed the artists to have control over where their music goes now through social media and you mentioned you mentioned tiktok Mm -hmm. and of course we've got youtube and um and facebook and so many other ways of getting our music out there that there there are different paths there's just not one way to do it and you just need to figure out which way you want to go and how you want to do that and um and keep it fun and make sure that you can continue still be authentic to what you want to put out and not have somebody else you know try to control where your music goes and what it what it is especially if you're writing your own material you don't have to do that you're you're more in control about how your music is and what it is that's true don't you find that i tell you mainly yes and i'm grateful for that i mean i'm not you know being an independent artist i don't have anyone telling me what to do i don't have anyone telling me what my image should be i mean there's just a lot of, yeah, like control and creative freedom with what I do. But I do want to touch on the radio. I still listen to the radio every day in my car because y'all and I do too. are going to find, are going to find people that I never would. And that's the kind of thing about mm-hmm. this whole streaming world is that I'm just going to look up what I like and know. And I'm going to look up maybe like a genre or, or something where, 
I just might not discover as much. And so I just hope y'all keep going with the radio. I hope you keep persevering because we need radio. We need y'all because you're out there going to shows, finding artists, doing interviews like this and getting the backstory behind things and doing podcasts. Like what y'all do is so valuable to musicians and to listeners because we're going to discover things through y'all that we would not find on our own. And we're going to hear stories from artists that we would not have heard on our own. So I just want to encourage you that like long live radio. We still need you. We still love you. Well, I'll tell you, I have loved this. Um, it's not a job for me. It's a mission. And it's been that way from the beginning. And and not knowing my story, I've been playing music for, you know, decades, three decades with just with my husband. And I have loved this last t- couple of years since I started the show, being able to get to know other artists that were in right in my city that I had no idea about and to listen to their music and just to discover um, their music along with my listeners has been such a blessing and it's opened up doors for me to be able to share their music with others and again like you said we it's the reason why people like to look at magazines. It's the reason why they like to um, watch the news. It's the reason why we fill ourselves with other people's opinions. Um, We find someone that we can actually um, relate to and we listen to them and take, take advice. And of course, and at the, the very end of the day, music and art is so subjective. And it's going to be so different for everybody. But as much as we can, let's put it out there and give everybody an opportunity to say yay or nay. And so I Absolutely. I love being able to share this and I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm, I love doing this. And I think it's an important part of um, helping others discover music. And I'm with you. I still listen to radio. I listen to local radio. I listen to, of course, um, satellite radio and and then I, you know, I'll have a playlist that I put together because of the radio and because of the artists that I've discovered. Yeah. So I noticed that uh, it wasn't too long ago you did. Was it Poor David's Pub or where were you playing? You had three or four of you um, kind of like a bluebird song swap. And I really yes. enjoyed oh, so seeing that. I hope you're going to do that again soon. We will. So this is I hope um, you're going to do that again soon. Absolutely. We will. So we are doing Girls of DFW. I founded this concert series where we're going to get singer songwriters around the DFW area, females, and then also partner with entrepreneurs, vendors, small business owners to just create a night of music and celebrating the go-getters of North Texas um, to come together and do, like you said, like a bluebird listening room style. So we as songwriters do a lot of gigs or just as artists, we do a lot of gigs where it might be three hours and you're singing cover songs and people are enjoying their meals. And I I love it. There's, there's no complaints about any gigs. It's all a blessing, but it is very unique and so wonderful to be able to be in like a quiet room where you share the music, you share your heart behind it, the story behind it. And people, you can hear like a pin drop. And so I wanted to create that environment because we don't have that as much in Dallas. And so we do, um, we just, I love that. I'm going to help you with that. 
All yes, right. well, we do I love could it. talk we to you about something. Yeah, else. So wait, hold on before you before you say. Okay, okay. I am. Um, I'm going to share another song that you just released in February called "Look What You've Done." It's a beautiful song. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Um, just just give me a little thirty second snippet of how you were inspired to write this because uh, it's a beautiful love song. Thank you. Well, you know what? It did not start as a love song, which is funny. It started as like a, look what you've done. I don't like anyone but you. And I'm sad, but I, I played it so upbeat and fun that when I got into the studio, I worked with Bo Bedford, my producer. And I said, let's make this fun. It's too fun and joyful to be a sad song. So we completely switched the vibe and made it into what you're about to hear. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to share it. You guys are going to love this. Look what you've done. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about what she She's doing, and also this girls of DFW, which I'm digging, and we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna get you to come out and play. So here we go. Look oh, what you've done wait. with Sarah wait. Johnson. We come back right here on Texas Homegrown Music.
We're back on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas and my guest, Sarah Johnson, who I feel like I'm going to get to know a lot better because I'm digging your vibe. And I, I can just tell that, <laughs> that you're kind of a you're 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 just an entrepreneur at heart for sure finding your way and i am excited to find out that you're definitely going to be playing at tmr for those of you that are listening the texas music revolution that's going on the first weekend of june in my hometown of mckinney texas with 20 stages 75 different acts actually more than that and um and sarah's going to be there playing um on the state fair record stage and also for red zeppelin which is our fabulous um, vinyl record store right there um, with Katie and, and she's got the groovy coupe. She's got it going on. And so I'm going to steal her as well. And we're going to talk about that when we get off the air, but you guys be <laughs> sure and get your tickets. We're going to sell out of that fast. We sold out last year when, and um, of course we had, you know, we didn't have as many to sell last year because of the COVID rulings, but this year we've got more to sell, but we're already 75% sold out on VIP. So if you don't know about it, get your tickets for TMR. It's definitely going to be worth it. And um, Sarah, tell me about um, your playing on the uh, State Fair record stage on Saturday, right? On Saturday. And you're going to be playing yes. with Red Zeppelin on Friday. And um, and I might even have an announcement in the next few weeks because I'm going to try to get her and some of her <laughs> girls of DFW over to my stage and see if we can work that out. But I think that's a phenomenal thing. I don't know if you, um, you probably didn't hear my show, but I had Mandy Rowden on last weekend. And Mandy Rowden started a girls thing in Austin called Girl Guitar Austin. And it sounds like you're kind of doing the same thing it's just um it's it's a different name and you've got girls coming up and you all sit around and play music and we all get to benefit from it because there's some phenomenal talent um girl talent in dallas and i would love to get get more information about that from you yes you do you need to get to know mandy maybe you guys could do some kind of a joint effort and which i love doing i love putting people together so i'm gonna gonna put you guys together for sure yeah, I, I think that would be phenomenal. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you guys here. We're gonna make it a really cool girl girl weekend, and we'll we'll figure it out for sure. Oh, I love but, that. Um, I love so that. share with me, Sarah, how people can find you, and what's the best way to get in touch with Sarah Johnson through social media? Do you um, tell them uh, where your Facebook, your Instagram, everything? Yeah. So Instagram is Sarah Johnson Music. And then my artwork is sarahjohnson.art. And either one, I mean, Instagram is where I'm most active. And, but I am on Facebook. Um, like I said, inching towards TikTok, which just gotta, gotta break through that barrier and get on there uh, more. And then, um, yeah, but I would say Instagram right now is where I'm most active and kind of sharing the behind the scenes. I mean, I get on those stories and I tell you all the real stuff. So I have a lot of fun with it. Well, Speaking of stories, um, I want to just go back just a second to the artwork because I, I I was reading about it and you were telling me that it's inspired by a lot of it's inspired by um, kind of a little bit of your spiritual walk and maybe something that um, that's been placed into your your soul. Tell us about that, because I, I was reading it. And now I know why Roundtop nabbed you and said, please stay longer, because people actually ah. love to have a journey with their art. So tell me about that. Yes. So I believe that the things that you bring into your home bring 
just a certain energy. They can inspire you. They can brighten your day when you look at it. I think that also art is a very personal connection and you have to love the piece. It has to speak to you. It has to mean something. So I feel very strongly that art should mean something to you. And for me, every piece has a scripture associated with it from the Bible. And so whether you're looking at, I have a very circular design. So to me, like spirit, soul, body, every part of you living in the fullness of who you're created to be. That's my series life to the full. There's joyful radiance from, um, it's a Bible verse in the Psalms that says those that look to God are radiant. And so it's really just the purpose to bring joy and beauty into your home so that when you walk by your painting every day, or when you host someone at your dining room table, that there is joy on your walls and something that inspires you or that you can talk about or a conversation starter, or especially with your kids, like a lot of moms buy my art for their girls or boys rooms. And then it's something that they can teach from. So just at that significance is important to me. And it's actually really important to my collectors. That's beautiful, Sarah. And I love that. And I, I'm a big believer in having um, art speak to you. And for me, um, I have fresh flowers always in my house. And it's one of those things that I, that um, I told my husband a long time ago, I said, I, I don't need you to go out and buy me expensive flowers. You can just pick wildflowers or, you know, you can pick them from the yard, but it's really important for me because I can walk into a room and I can look at that. And that living thing makes me smile and it gives me uh it centers me in some way and so i i believe in in that and i know that that's what music does for a lot of people when they hear a song it can take Mm -hmm. them back to a moment in their life or it can bring them to uh, it can center them into a place where they need to be and and so i think we we have found I believe through what we went through with COVID and how important it was for people to still have music and to still have art in their life, um, that, that, that it's important. And, you know, we, I, I mm-hmm. want us to live our lives in a way that we feel inspiration every day to wake up in the morning and be I grateful that. that we're breathing. And of course, in a world that we're living in right now, knowing what's going on in Ukraine and all of that, mm-hmm. it, it lands really heavy on me and it, 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 it makes me wake up so grateful. And I, mm-hmm. I just think it's important for us to share that message of hope and kindness and love as much as we can. And I know that you're doing that, Sarah, through your music and through your art and just through your human spirit. You're just I can just tell you're just such a great, wonderful, loving soul. And I'm so glad I got an opportunity to share you with others. And I hope I get to know you a little bit better as a result of this interview today. Thank you so much for doing this for me, Sarah, and for being a part of it. And I I know this week was crazy. I you know, we were supposed (laughs) to do the interview on a certain uh, another time and we had to change. It and I'm pliable. I, you'll learn that I'm just an old hippie soul, and you just tell me when and where, and I'll I'll oh. make it happen. And I'm gonna get you and the girls of DFW. We're gonna have I'm gonna have you at my venue here in McKinney at some point, and oh, I definitely want to make sure that I. I want to make sure I make it over there to see you play on the um, on the stage at TMR. And again, I just want to plug TMR. I don't think I've done it enough on my shows, but I want to encourage all of you to come out on the first weekend of June. Um, and little do you know, my band's going to be playing the late show on both nights after the headliner. Oh, so if you guys ever want to come in here, mainly Thomas band, um, we'll be playing the late shows on Friday night and Saturday night from our Texas homegrown 
music stage, but go get your tickets. You'll hear people like Sarah Johnson and, and I've got my good friend, Seth James coming out to play. I've got highway 31. I've got saints 11, some really great bands from our local area and um, in South Texas. And, I might even have to grab Sarah and get her to come over and sing a song or two um, on our stage. So we'll see oh about gosh. that. But you just tell me what you, you want, so girl. Much, I'll Sarah. be there. Um, all right. And when we I'm going to do it. And I'm going yeah. to play another song. We're going to play Red Bandana for everybody. I love this song. I think you're just a beautiful soul. Thank you so much. We'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music um, uh, to tell you about some other things that are coming up. But right now you're going to hear Red Bandana from Sarah Johnson, and we'll be right back. Hey, little lady, what's your name? I'm a rodeo man looking for fame, but tonight I'm looking at you. I said I'm leaving it.
favorite bands to come out of Fort Worth. It's called Quaker City Nighthawks, and that's a song better in the morning. I dig those guys. If you got a chance to see them live, you need to go do it. Well, this wraps up another show, and I really, really love this girl, Sarah, and what she's doing, especially love the fact that she's bringing together the girls of DFW, Elena Kay, Karina Grove, Sarah Johnson, of course, and Frankie Leone, and most of those girls have already been on the show, so I'm going to try to get them to come out and play. Perhaps they'll be at the um, TMR again. I want to encourage you to get your tickets for TMR 26. It's on June 3rd and 4th, and it'll be a weekend you will not forget right here hosted in my hometown of McKinney, Texas. So don't forget that. Get your tickets and be a part of that great, great weekend of music. I'm going to close the show with a definite Texas icon by the name of Delbert McClinton. I know many of you know him. He's 81 years young, putting out a new record. He's released a couple singles already. It's coming out in the middle of May. This is a song called Ain't That Loving You Baby. Just makes me feel good. And he always does. So peace out, everybody. Remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. I want to say a big thank you to the Guitar Sanctuary and to Burris Law and also to uh, my good friends at Tupps Brewery for making this show possible. We'll be back soon. Maylee Thomas here, Texas Homegrown Music. See you next time. (laughs) 